Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Now wake up, Israel. Look around and you'll see. 
J.M. and the A.M. It's Monday. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to a uh, back-to-school, back-to-work edition here of J.M. and the A.M. That's what we like to call it on a Monday. It's the 25th of November, the 22nd of Kislev. You heard Schlockrock. All we got is our good name. Mayor Solomon had Hamalach. Adar with Gitvach. Except Saturday with Hine Kel. Masach Hashem, our Monday morning theme song. That's Mayor Sherman. And, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up as we say good morning. 25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning. Uh, are you wondering what the temperature is because you've heard that it's bitter cold out there? Well, I can confirm that, in fact, it is bitter cold out there. And if you are in the uh, New Jersey, New York area, you're in for a uh, <laughs> you're in for a uh, frozen blast. 21 degrees, 11 the wind chill here in Jersey City. 21 degrees, wind chill at 11. We say good morning with Pure Soul.
That's Aton Katz, JM in the AM, quarter before 7 o'clock on a cold Monday morning here at 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Ari Goldwag before that with Alenu. You heard the Yeshiva Boys with Al Hanisim, Pure Soul. Had be May Matityahu. Monday with uh, 21 degrees and the wind chill at 11. What do you say about that? Wow, it's cold. 46% humidity, Windsor West at 8 miles an hour. Mostly sunny with a high temperature of 37. Then tonight, cloudy skies, low temperature of 32. Uh, tomorrow afternoon rain with a high temperature of 42. They're talking about real rain, like a, some tough storms between Tuesday and Wednesday before we get to Thanksgiving ka. <laughs> Thursday is both Thanksgiving and the first day of Hanukkah together. How do you like that? And um everyone's getting I don't know if everyone's getting ready, Frank. I think this is coming as a surprise to a lot of people that Hanukkah is here. A lot of things are surprising. Maybe the headlines are not as surprising. Uh, those of you who were uh, tuned in to your news outlets on uh, on Saturday night, you're aware of the fact that the um, United States of America has led a coalition agreement, essentially, uh, with Iran regarding their nuclear program. And... Um, the um, Prime Minister of the State of Israel is not happy. For President Obama, according to this morning's New York Times, whose popularity and second-term agenda have been ravaged by the chaotic rollout of the health care law, the preliminary nuclear deal reached with Iran on Sunday is more than a welcome change of subject. It is also a seminal moment one that thrusts foreign policy to the forefront in a White House preoccupied by domestic woes, and one that presents Mr. Obama with the chance to chart a new American course in the Middle East for the first time in more than three decades. That's their take on the deal with Iran and the benefit that it might have for the President of the United States. In regard to Jerusalem, the New York Times reports, having failed to stop Sunday's signing of a nuclear deal between Iran and six Western powers, despite a relentless campaign of criticism, Israeli leaders say their mission now is to ensure that, as several put it, this first step is not the last step. To influence the final deal that the Obama administration and its partners in Geneva talks intend to hammer out over the next six months, Israel will supplement its public and private diplomacy with other tools. Several officials and analysts here, meaning in Jerusalem, said Israel would unleash its intelligence industry to highlight anticipated violations of the interim agreement. At the same time, with many Israelis viewing the U.S. as having abandoned its credible military threat against Iran, They have stepped up talk of a strike of their own. Though the White House insists the deal signed Sunday is an interim move intended only to buy time to negotiate an agreement that would prevent Iran from obtaining nuclear weapons, Israel is deeply worried that there will be 
little further progress. The sanctions relief in the interim accord relieves the pressure to brought Iran to the table, Israeli officials argue, so Iranian leaders might not stay. Further, they say the so-called P5 plus one nations that negotiated the pact have not agreed on or clearly identified their final goals, nor outlined the parameters for punitive measures if progress is not made within the deadline. Naftali Bennett, Israel's economy minister and a member of its inner security cabinet, said, The focus has to be on what happens at the end of those six months. A, define what our objective is. And B, define now in advance, as soon as possible, what happens if we don't meet those objectives. If it's just some open-ended, vague negotiations, it's pretty clear that Iran will retain its nuclear program and revive its economy. The worst-case scenario. The Prime Minister, by the way, called it a historic mistake on Sunday, while some of his top ministers deemed it, quote, a surrender and, quote, the greatest diplomatic achievement for the Iranians. So there you have it, some of the reaction from Jerusalem, the P5 plus one accord, the deal with Iran, announced on Sunday by the uh, President of the United States. 21 degrees, mostly sunny, and a high temperature of 37. It's Hanukkah week here at JM and the AM. The big holiday begins on Wednesday night. Thursday is a Thanksgiving and Hanukkah. We're going to preempt uh, a lot of our network programming after JM and the AM over the two days of Thursday and Friday, but we will uh, certainly present this radio program each day. And the way things are looking, it looks like we will have a weekly update this Friday, and it would be a good day to have it, as many people want to hear what Malcolm Honline has to say regarding this Geneva Accord. So we'll hopefully have that for you this coming Friday morning right here at JM in the AM. Nine minutes before 7 o'clock, news from Israel at 7 And plenty more on a Monday, including the debut of the brand new Achenu CD, which we will talk about. Yitzhak Saflis is going to be joining us. We're going to talk about it. We'll check in with Allison Josephs. The Jew in the city had her big event last night. We will talk about that. And Leora Teji from Armeyer Bracha in Yerushalayim, looking for support for the holiday of Hanukkah to help families. She'll join us for a few minutes as well. All coming up, this is JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. From the reunion CD with Diaspora, who reunites next at the Big Hass concert coming up on January the 12th. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Golly, it's all in the background. News from Israel coming up and plenty more. The Achenu CD debut is happening this morning. In the 7 o'clock hour, Yitzhak Saflos is going to join us for that. 21 degrees, the wind chill at 11. What do you think of that? Mostly sunny today with a high temperature of 37. Wow, unbelievable. Want to thank Elliot Weiselberg, another great edition of Court Report last night on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Tomorrow during JM and the AM in the 7 o'clock hour, he'll have a Yeshiva League sports update. Make sure to be tuned in tomorrow for all the latest in Yeshiva League news, of course. Where else but here? Galitzal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday is next. Bokato from JM and the AM. גריצה על השעה שתיים, כנוע מבירה ממה שקורה עכשיו. שרת המשפטים ציפי ליבני קוראת ליושב ראש מפלגת העבודה הנבחר יצחק הרצוג להקים איתה ברית פוליטית חדשה. אני שמחה, אני אומרת את זה כפי שזה, על בחירתו של בוז'י הרצוג ליור מפלגת העבודה. צריך ליצור כאן ברית שהיא ברית חדשה, ברית שמאוחדת מאחורי העניין המדיני. לא צריך להקשיב רק לאותם קולות שעולים... בין אם מתוך הליכוד ובין אם מהבית היהודי, אלא לקולו של העם שמיוצג בכנסת, ברית האחים ההיא, את מחירה אנחנו משלמים היום. ובתוך כך כתבנו עידן קוולר מוסר שחברת הכנסת שלי יחימוביץ' כינסה בצהריים מסיבת עיתונאים אחרי ההפסד בפריימריז. כך היא ענתה לשאלה איך היא מסבירה את תגובות השמחה לעד כשהפסידה. יש מימד לא קטן של שוביניזם בהתייחסויות האלה, אני לא יכולה להתעלם ממנו. אני חיה חיים פשוטים. מתרחקת מגינוני כבוד ושררה. יותר מ-50% מאזרחי ארצות הברית חושבים שאי אפשר לסמוך על הנשיא אובמה. כך עולה מסקר חדש של רשת CNN, כתבנו רון כלף. מסקר שנערך בשבוע שעבר ופורסם היום, עולה כי 60% מהאמריקנים סבורים שאובמה אינו מוביל את הממשל ביעילות, ויותר מ-50% משוכנעים כי אינו מנהיג מספיק חזק והחלטי. ב-CNN ציינו כי מדובר בנתוני האהדה הנמוכים ביותר להם זוכה הנשיא האמריקני, מאז החלה הרשת לערוך את הסקרים. יום קטלני בכבישים, שלושה בני אדם נהרגו ועוד אחת נפצעה אנוש בארבע תאונות קשות ברחבי הארץ. בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן, שמענו את רוזי, שאבי המהיר סלמון נהרג בתאונת ההפגה וברח הבוקר בראשון לציון. במקרה קרוב משפחה נהרג... בן אדם מוטל על הכביש, ממש מוטל על הכביש זרוק ולפי הכובע שאבא שלי חובש והמקל שהוא הולך איתו הוא הביאה אותו הוא בא לאמא שלי, ממש זה קרה שני, ממש קרוב לבית והיא הזיקה אותנו סערת הבחירות בבית שמש, היום תתקיים בעיר ישיבת מועצה ראשונה, כתבנו יותם ברגר. הסיעות החילוניות והדתיות לאומיות צפויות להחרים את ישיבת המועצה הראשונה בבית שמש הערב בגלל טענותיהן על זיופים בבחירות. חקירת המשטרה את הזיופים לכאורה בבחירות, בהן גבר משה אבוטבול מש"ס על אלי כהן המסורתי נמשכות. היועץ המשפטי לממשלה יהודה ויינשטיין צפוי להחליט בתוך ימים אם לערער על התוצאות. 
משטרת טבריה חוקרת תלונה של צעירה תושבת הצפון הטוענת שנאנסה בסוף השבוע האחרון. היא דיווחה כי עלתה למכוניתו של גבר שאינה מכירה ובמ...
Cause we got the fire, fire, fire. Yeah, we got the fire, fire, fire. We, we don't have to worry about nothing. Cause we got the fire. And we burn it eight nights of something. From outer space, outer space, light it up. They're burning bright for the human race, human race. When the lights turn down, they don't know what they are. Strike the match, play loud, give it love to the world. We'll be raising our hands, shouting up to the sky. Cause we got the fire, fire, fire. Yeah, we got the fire, fire, fire. And we gonna let it burn. J.M. and the A.M. brand new with Byrne and the uh, Y.U. Maccabees here on a J.M. and the A.M. pre-Chanukah Monday. That's right. Chanukah is coming up on Thursday. You're aware of that, right? Chanukah and Thanksgiving together this year. That's happening this Thursday. And um, we are building up to the wonderful holiday, getting ready for Chanukah 5774. Moshe Hacht had God is Alive and Well in Jerusalem off the Yes Legacy CD, Shalsheles with Gam Kielech off of Volume 4. 21 degrees, the wind chill at 11. Oh, my gosh. Mostly sunny, a high temperature of 37. I'm reminding everybody that if you want to vote 
for the top nine at nine, which is every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time on our stream at jmandam.org. you got to do it today because the voting for this week will end at midnight tonight. The voting for this week ends at midnight tonight. If you want to vote for the top nine at nine, go to nachomsegel.com. You'll see the link at the top of the page that says top nine at nine. Vote for your favorite song, and you never know. It may uh, may end up in one of the top spots tomorrow night, and wouldn't that be fun? JM in the AM with mostly sunny weather and a high of 37. Very cold out there. Warning you in advance, if you haven't walked outside yet, make sure to bundle up on this Monday. It's JM in the AM, and this is the Yeshiva Boys Choir.
JM in the AM Monday, a very cold Monday, pre-Chanukah 5774 with Amechad, brand new Ari Goldwag. That may make the uh, top nine at nine again. Remember, top nine at nine voting is happening now until midnight tonight for the nine at nine. That will air tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. Eastern time on our stream at jmtheam.org. Check it out by going to my website, nachomsigl.com. The link at the top of the page says nine at nine. Make sure to vote for your favorite song. Again, that happens tomorrow night on our stream at JM in the AM. Dot org. Before the uh, Ari Goldwag selection, you had the Shiva Boys and Anero Salalu, great Hanukkah selection off of their Hanukkah album as we get closer and closer to the big holiday starting this Wednesday night. The Maccabees before that with Burn off of the uh, YouTube single that just came out, over 100,000 views already. Congrats to the Maccabees. Reminder, today is Monday, which means the Israel show with Mayor Weingarten is coming up. At 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream today, as you can imagine, Mayor will have plenty to say about what's happening in the uh, state of Israel. There is a, uh, or I should say regarding the state of Israel. There's a lot of news, as you know. We discussed some of it earlier. Uh, today, he'll, uh, Mayor will analyze Naftali Bennett's recent CNN interview. He calls it a home run. He'll look at a um, recent Facebook audio post by President Shimon Peres and explain why he thinks that the president hasn't learned much over the last 20 years. And the debut of a brand-new Israeli version of Ma'oz Tzor, plus a very popular Mayor Milim segment, or I should say in addition to the very popular Mayor Milim segment, from what I hear, today's is spectacular. It's all happening between 9 and 10 Eastern Time this morning, right after JM and the AM, followed by Tech Talk, which of course is done by uh, Michael Fragan every Monday at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Monday morning, a drop early for Rabbi Goldwasser. His words, Zechonishma, Sir Rav Zeb, and Rabbi Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Chazal tell us in Kedushin that a person's obligated to teach his son Torah. There's a Yeshaimrim, an opinion, that he must also teach him how to swim in the water. What's the explanation of this? The answer is that if a person comes to the danger, to the Sakana, that he could drown in the river, then he will know how to save himself. The great Godel of our generation, Rav Yoshev, asked the question, even on dry land, it's possible that a person is going to encounter marauders or bandits. Why isn't a person chayev to learn karate or fencing? And if you'll say that the father is obligated to teach his son how to strengthen his body, why is it specifically done through swimming? There are all kinds of exercises that can strengthen the body. The answer is that when a tree falls into the water, it will float. It will not sink to the depths of the sea. With all of this, a person would not say that the tree knows how to swim because the tree only goes to the place where the water takes it. A person who is a swimmer, however, can swim in any direction he wants, even against the stormy waters. A Jew who spends his life swimming in the waters among all the nations is not permitted to rely solely on the currents of the water. The waves may then transport him to a place wherever they want him to go, and it is the Jew who has to determine the place where he wishes to go. The father's obligation is to teach his child how to swim against the waves, against the currents, so that he will not be frightened and he will know how to preserve himself.
Chazal tell us in the Medrash that Bnei Yisrael, may they proliferate abundantly like fish within the land. Bnei Yisrael are compared to fish. Kosher fish have two specific signs, fins and scales. The fins signify the Chochmah to swim, to be miskaber on the time and the place, and that represents the person's obligation to teach his child Torah. The second simon is the scales. They are the scales on the fish that shield its body. These symbolize Torah and mitzvahs that shield and protect us throughout our lives. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. That only seeks to live in peace To spread my seeds upon the earth And firm my roots within the soil Of the land my father gave to me And his father gave to him Made by the father of us all But the woodsman, with an axe poised in his hand, said it's my sacred duty to clear away this land. And on this place that I call home, I will plant a field of stone. I am but a little tree that only seeks to live in peace. Spread my seeds upon the earth And firm my roots within the soil Of the land my father gave to me And his father gave to me Made by the father of us Sly fox, aloof, cool, and remote, said, I cannot be distracted by the blood stains on my coat. I can feel the woodsman's pain. Perhaps the tree should not remain. I am but a little tree that only seeks to live in peace, to spread my seed. To see the small tree stay 
No, it need not thrive like I But why not let it stay alive?
J.M. and the A.M. Yeshiva Boys, of course, from their Hanukkah CD with Daddy Come Home. Uh, before that, Little Tree felt that was appropriate after Rabbi Goldwasser's words. And that is, of course, uh, from Journeys, volume number four here at J.M. and the A.M. Congregation Chassam Sofer on the Lower East Side of Manhattan invites you to a special Shabbos Hanukkah this Shabbos. Boy, people find it hard to believe that it's already Shabbos Hanukkah. Uh, they'll feature the uh, renowned Erblich Brothers, the amazing Chazanim, the Erblich Brothers, at 10 Clinton Street, right off the Williamsburg Bridge, right off the Williamsburg Bridge, just before Houston Street. There'll be Friday night dinner with the Erblichs available as well. They'll dive in Mincha 420 this Shabbos with Shachris at 845. Information at 212-777-5140. Again, that's 212-777-5140. Five one four zero for information. Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills presents Scholar in Residence Weekend this Shabbos Hanukkah with Rabbi Ephraim Buchwald, founder and director of the National Jewish Outreach Program. Happens this coming Friday night and Shabbos. Uh, information you can contact the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills in Queens. Shlomo Katz is live in concert <coughs> this Saturday night. That is happening in Israel for our Jerusalem listeners. It's happening at the Israel Center. Uh, doors will open at 7.30, the concert at 8.30 p.m. Information, go to shlomokatz.com. That's on Rehov Karen Hayesod at the Israel Center this coming Saturday night. J.M. in the A.M., we will officially debut the brand-new Achenu CD coming up. Yitzchak Saflis will be in our studio, and we will uh, be discussing the brand-new Achenu CD and give you that whole preview coming up. Uh, we will... Uh, Make contact with Leora Tedji at Armei Bracha at some point. She was scheduled to join us. We will have to speak with her, I guess, uh, at some point later this week about the holiday of Hanukkah. It's all coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM. Oh, oh, oh. 
J.M. in the A.M., My God, Lou, done by Ari Boyanju on a J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning. Yitzchak Safwas is in our studio. He has introduced to me, and I'm set to introduce to this entire audience, a brand new CD uh, released by the Achenu organization and simply entitled Achenu. It is a brand new CD featuring a whole bunch of brand new songs, bonus tracks, and featuring some of the most well-known composers and singers in the world of Jewish music. Yitzhak Safos of Bottom Line Marketing Group. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Hello, Nachum. What a treat to be here with you. I appreciate that, and thank you for bringing us some brand new music this morning. Uh, based on what you told me, it sounds like our audience will uh, likely enjoy it very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of, a lot of good material on it. Yeah. By the way, the last time that... Um, well, we didn't actually... I, I don't think we spoke at that time, but I, will, we, uh, I can remind our audience that... Uh, uh, just a few weeks ago, the big Dirshu Shabbos, uh, Motzei Shabbos, was uh, aired on our web stream. The inspiring words of the Saturday night Motzei Shabbos program at the big Dirshu Shabbos that took place in Somerset, New Jersey. So first of all, you had told me off the air that it was a spectacular event in general. It was. I'm sure you read about it in some of the media. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was really, truly a very special event. And just to remind everybody yes. the uh, the purpose of the Dirshu organization. Well... The purpose is, uh, in a nutshell, right. it's sometimes hard to put something like this into a nutshell um, because of the many tens of thousands of people throughout the world involved, but it's basically learning with accountability. If we had to put it in, in three, four words, that's right. sort of learning with accountability. There are people that learn halacha, mishabura, shulchan arach, gemara, many different areas, and they take bechinas on it regularly every 30 days. And based on their uh, successful scores, they get a stipend. So Dirshu has a Kiruv arm, if you will. Yes. And that is called Achenu. Achenu. And uh, it, it uses many of the principles of success that, that Dirshu employs in, in order to be successful. So Achenu's goal is not, his aim is not necessarily many tens of thousands uh, and hundreds of thousands of Jews that, that, that are in need in terms of Kirov, but rather 
they have a very specific method right. of how to be successful, and that's why with the every year they work with approximately between 1,000 and 1,500 children. They have this. This is an astounding, an astounding number. It's not so believable, but it's a fact. In Israel, they have a 93% success rate because of how they do it. They use uh, an incredible method, and with each, and they work with children from very difficult circumstances. But they have a 93% success rate. All right. So uh, now Achenu and well, Dirshu and Achenu together mm-hmm. are responsible for this release. Yes. So does that tell me that music is a big important component of Kira? That's or? A very. <laughs> That's an interesting point. They actually, Achenu has each year a, a Kirov conference mm. in Israel, and uh, they usually have uh, music is definitely a component, and we know that music definitely is a component in Kirov. In terms of Dirshu and Achenu, uh, some of the songs actually were composed in honor of the Siam Ashas, which uh-huh. was in Nokia Stadium and Yad Elio. Correct. We played some of that here. Yeah. So, um, in fact, one of the... There was a great a song composed for that, a Hadron by right. Rabbi Ari Zeidenfeld. That is not on this album, but that was on a previous album. Again, for the CMS. All right, Yitzhak Safos is here. He's brought us a brand new CD. It's simply entitled Achenu. Was it difficult to get all these amazing singers and composers together? Well, that's a great question because in the marketing of it, we point out at uh, 11 songs, seven. Uh, performers, actually many more performers than that, but seven different unique singers. Right. But the range from Shlemi Daskal, Yanki Daskal, Isaac Honig, Shlomo Cohen, Ellie Laufer, and Nachman Seltzer's choir, Herschel uh, Brisk's choir, um, it's really an, an incredible collection. And like I like to point out, it's some songs are slow, some songs are fast, some swing, but there's something for everyone. And the the CD is being released at a price that is uh, that th- that makes it obvious that you want everybody to have this. Yeah, it's uh, at seven ninety nine. There are a number of reasons for that, but primarily, uh, it's something that just anyone can really afford and enjoy. And it's great, unique material. I, I, they're all contemporary songs. Many of them were composed by Rav David Hofstetter who is the founder and, uh, of, of Dirshu and Achenu. Um, so naturally, there's a lot of talent there. Um, but that being said, there's, it, it, it's done at a price that really everyone can go out there and enjoy, even though they're contemporary Nagunim, but they're still very beautiful, as we'll soon hear. It's Huck Safos in our studio. The brand-new CD is entitled Achenu. In the stores already? Yes. It's there. Yeah, in there since last Wednesday. Um, all right. Do you want to start with track number one? Track number one is a moist sore, so oh my certainly gosh, very how appropriate. Timely. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Moist sore words. We're going to start saying this coming Wednesday night. Tell me who composed and arranged this brand new moist sore. Uh, it's composed by Rav David Hasteder and arranged by Moshe Laufer, and the singers are uh, Shlomo Kohn, Eli Laufer, and led by choirs by Nachman Saltzor and Herschel Brisk. All right, so there's a lot of people involved in this, yes. and a lot of voices that folks will hear. And I didn't realize that this song, the most story, the brand new one, which we're about to debut, uh, has a music video to it. Yes. There's a video online. Yeah, there actually is one that's up on matzov.com right now. Um, and it's actually pretty cute. Wait till you see that kid drummer on there. It's actually very cute. All right, so if you want to check out the music video, that would be the way to do it. Matzav. I guess uh, for now, matzav.com, and it's going to be up on Jewish Music Review, Jewish Music Review, very shortly. All right, uh, brand new Mo's tour. That's how we'll start this musical presentation. It's called Achenu. Yitzchak Safos brings it to our attention. Composition by Rav David Hofstetter with a bunch of great singers. 
arrangers, people who know their Jewish music. The brand new CD is Achenu, and this is the brand new Maos Tzor at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M., it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Yitzchak Saflis in our studio. That's the brand-new Moe's tour from the brand-new Achenu CD that we're introducing this morning. It features people like Shlemy Daskal, Isaac Honig, Shlomo Cohen, Yanki Daskal, Ellie Laufer, Had a couple of great choirs, all arranged by Moshe Laufer and Moshe Mona Rosenblum. Features some great brand new selections, and as you uh, heard earlier from Yitzchak Saflis, or David Hofstadter, is the composer of that Mo's tour. Uh, with arrangements by Moshe Laufer, I am sure that um, Rabbi Hofstadter would love for that Mo's tour to be sung this coming Wednesday night by yeah, the I'm by sure. the entire Jewish world. Uh, talking about Achenu and the uh, brand new CD. All right, where are we heading to next? What about the title track? Should I think we... the title track, very very beautiful composition. Uh, Isaac Koenig really uh, did a special treatment to it. He was with you at the Dear Shu Shabbos, no? Yes, and he was he was fin- really really fantastic. He's remarkable voice. Yeah. Isaac Honig does have a remarkable voice. This Achenu is again composed by Rav David Hapstadter. Yes. Um, in addition to Isaac Honig, the choir on the track is led by Herschel Brisk. And um, uh, tell us about the. Uh, is this sort of like an anthem or a theme for the Achenu well, organization? Yeah, the Achenu organization is actually marking its 20th anniversary. Oh. And this was, I guess, composed in honor of that. Uh, any chance for a music video on this one? Yes. 
I believe it's in the works, and uh, if if possible, I can keep you updated, and we'll <laughs> let the listeners know. You can say that again. All right, happy anniversary, Achenu, celebrating you. 20 years. Rav David Hafstadter has uh, composed this Achenu. It's brand new with Isaac Honig and Company, and this is JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. It is the title track of the brand new Achenu CD. Composition by Rodovid Hofstadter here at J.M. and the A.M. It's available out there. It is out there. And there'll be a brand new music video coming up for that song as well. The Achenu organization is celebrating 20 years. And one of the uh, aspects of their big celebration is this brand new Achenu CD. Lots of tracks, by the way, some of which you've heard before, uh, many of which are totally brand new selections. Eleven in total with people like Shlomo Cohen, Eli Laufer, Isaac Honig, Yankee Daskal, Shlomi Daskal. Um, that one, Achenu, is uh, Isaac Honig, who has been making his mark, especially with Dear and Achenu recently. Uh, that's him, brand new with Achenu at JM in the AM. Yitzchak Saflos is in our studio. He's been... Our dear Shuachenu uh, connection for the last many, many years. How long have you been working with the organization? Baruch Hashem, close to 10 years. Wow. And uh, they've made quite an impact. You were a little surprised that the dear Shu Shabbos was sold out as quickly as it did? or We all were. We all were. It just went like that. It to go huh? that fast. That fast. And I remember uh, schmoozing with Rabbi Aaron Gabiov, who runs the American office. And he said he was getting calls with people with, uh, with real complaints. Like, how could you take... You know, such a small place. Now, <laughs> small place. I mean, 380 rooms is not a small place. They said, how come you didn't take a bigger place? And I told him, I said, just tell them that uh, you're not a prophet. You're not a Navi. Right. No idea <laughs> that it was going to do so well yeah. so fast. Uh, is this an annual event? Uh, certainly looks so. I mean, uh, this is our second year. Right. And well, the reason I ask is because I would guess at this point you're looking for a larger location. We are. And it's not that easy to find right. because you're talking about it has to be Shabbos compatible. Right. Very difficult these days. Uh, track 7 on the brand new uh, Achenu CD. Tell us about this one, please. Yeah, well, this one was actually composed in honor of the CMHS, the Dirshu World Seam, which took place last year in Yad Elio, Nokia Stadium, and a uh, nice, fast niggin, and just... Really fits into the Dirshu theme. This is composed by uh, Mona Rosenblum, arranged yeah. by Mona as well, and the Shlemi Daskal, who a lot of folks in our audience are very into. Yes, he is uh, the lead singer on this one. Uh, I was done at Nokia in uh, in Tel Aviv, and uh, it is the uh, uh, it is the uh, track number seven on the brand new Achenu CD for you, brand new at JM in the AM. Yes, go ya, eh, eh, yo, 
Spending time with the brand new uh, Dear Shoe CD here at uh, JM in the AM. Uh, Yitzhak Saffel is in our studio. Kiesh Batora, Shlemi Daskal uh, with that selection off the brand new Achenu uh, CD. It's uh, arranged by uh, Moshe Laufer and Moshe Mona Rosenblum. It features Shlemi Daskal, Isaac Honig, Shlomo Cohen, Yankee Daskal, and Eli Laufer, and many others as well, including a couple of great choirs. It is available. It is out there already. And... Um, Anybody who uh, who wants to get it can go into any Judaica store around this country. And you, go, you can also go online to MostlyMusic.com. It's distributed by Israel Bookshop, and it's available at MostlyMusic.com. Achenu is the Kiruv arm of the Deer Shoe organization. Yitzchak Saflis is here on a Monday morning broadcast. Hanukkah begins on Wednesday nights. So I remind you that this brand-new CD does include, in track number one, in fact, the brand-new 
a brand new Ma'oz Tzor, so you can check that out. The next one we're going to do is called Vali Yerushalayim. And this one, Rav Yitzchak, is uh, composed again by Rav David Hofstadter. And uh, the singers on it, Isaac Honig and a choir led by Eli Laufer. And uh, what did Rabbi Hofstadter say? He said, uh, gather the best singers out there. Get the, be- yeah. get the best team together for this. Yeah, he absolutely did. And this, this one is actually a very beautiful composition. Very, I mean, they all are, but uh, very Herzogenigen. Vali Yerushalayim, it's track number six on the brand new Achenu CD as we debut it on a Monday at JM in the AM.
Isaac Honig, brand new, with a uh, selection entitled Vali Rishalayim, off the brand new Achenu CD, introduced to us this morning by Yitzhak Saflis. <laughs> the brand new Achenu CD features four brand new songs and plenty of additional bonus tracks, and a lot of songs, frankly, that you may not have heard. Uh, over the last uh, couple of years, including some of the great material they produced for the Siyam uh, Shas in Israel that took place during the summer of 2012. It is a, um, a brand-new CD at an extra special price because they essentially want everybody to have it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Rabbi Yitzchak? Oh, first of all, it's always a uh, honor and a treat to be here on Jamie and the AM. Appreciate Thank you, Nachum. It really is. Especially to debut uh, an album like this. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very excited about it. Achenu has a uh, wonderful reputation. Now they have an incredible CD to celebrate their 20 years. And they should continue to do great work in the uh, area of Kiruv. Deirshu should continue to do great work in the area of Torah study. And um, 
Uh, they should have great success with this brand new offering. Eleven songs featuring people like Shlemy Daskal, Yankee Daskal, Isaac Honig, Shlomo Cohen, Ellie Laufer, and more. Check it out, folks. A big thank you to Rabbi David Hofstadter, who is uh, the uh, who is responsible for the organization and certainly is responsible, as you heard, for many of the great compositions on this brand new offering. I take this opportunity to wish you a, a happy Hanukkah. Yes. And everyone should enjoy the brand new Moe's tour, which is found That's on this right, CD. Frank Lund. That's right. Start singing it on Wednesday night. And <laughs> hey. you can watch that mu- music video as well. And you can watch the music video right now. It's on matsav.com. And Rabbi Saflo says it'll be in other places as well very soon. Correct. Now you can check it out at matsav.com. Uh, Yitzhak Saflo is a bottom line marketing group. Information about everything you do, 718. Well, 377-4567. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Nachum. Happy Hanukkah. JM and the AM as we continue on a Monday at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web at jmandtheam.org.
JM in the AM. It's the Maccabees, of course. Thanks for joining us on a Monday at JM in the AM. Uh, tomorrow we'll get a Haas concert update coming up as January the 12th. The uh, Haas concert takes place at Avery Fisher Hall, Lincoln Center. And Wednesday, I'm told that Cantor Sherwood Goffin's going to join us. They have a big event going on in Lincoln Square Synagogue coming up. And we will um, hopefully have him uh, with us on Wednesday morning here at JMVM. Well, she is the Jew in the city, as we introduced her to you a few weeks ago. Allison Joseph is in our studio, and last night she held a, a major event, which she'll explain and uh, and inform us of uh, some of the people that were uh, recognized last evening at her event. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me back. Well, if it was difficult to get up early and come on out last time, I guess it went so well that you decided to do it again, huh? It was worth it. You got me out of bed. What can I say? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, what was the title of last night's event? It was called Orthodox Jewish All-Stars Awards Party. Orthodox Jewish All-Stars uh, in the past, just to give perspective, people like Senator Lieberman and other, uh, again, Orthodox Jewish All-Stars have been recognized and uh, you had to put together a list of people who would be recognized for 2013, and that list included people like? It included people like Jack Lew, uh, Nobel Laureate Robert Allman, um, and then we had some people that people haven't heard about as much but are doing pretty cool, incredible things. There's a CEO of a major ad agency, Mashable Name, number one, number one digital agency of the year. Wow. CEO is a modern Orthodox woman named Sarah Hofstetter. Um, Rama Burstein made the first... Uh, documentary movie for mainstream audiences, Fill the Void, um, critically acclaimed, premiered at uh, Venice Film Festival, another all-star of ours. Was she able to be there last night? She was not. You know, we half our list was Israeli this year, basically. Ah. So, um, you know, we wanted to broaden the, the uh, scope of who we chose. And so, you know, you lose out on who you can uh, reach. We did actually have Issamar Ginsburg come in from Israel just for the events. Um, he was a top ten entrepreneur of Inc. magazine a few years back. Um, oh. And he's uh, Rebisha, uh, sorry, Rebisha uh, Einickel, right? Did I say that right? Yeah, you, so you told, pretty you told close. Me, all right, you told me I, I, I got I've complimented you on that, <laughs> on your vernacular. You know, when we start getting more into, like, the Yiddish stuff, it gets a little bit harder, but I'm practicing on that. He's grown good with them. So. But we had, so he was there last night. Um, we had Dr. Laurel Steinhartz, who's uh, the director of pediatric cardiology at Memorial Sloan Kettering and uh, co-founder uh, co of Camp Simcha. Um, and we had Ann Newberger, who is a director within the NSA, uh, grew up in uh, Barrow Park, went to Base Yaakov of Barrow Park, and uh, now she's, you know, high up in the NSA. Was there a um, lot of criticism of her in her organization yesterday, or people were cool You know about what? Uh, there was, like, one tweet, and you know what? Like, <laughs> come on, there's always there's always going to be some, know. you know, uh, I, I think really for the most part. Wait. We're not making commentaries about, you know, this organization or that organization. We're just sort of saying these people have risen to the top of well-known organizations and companies, and um, we're just sort of putting this information out there that this is happening. Allison Josephs is the Jew in the city. What was the format of the event? Was it simply an award presentation? Like, how did it work um, from start it was, to end? It was, um, we had a pre-party VIP party first, so um, we had all-stars and VIPs and press. We had a, a reporter from CNN there, actually. Um, someone from the New York Post came. We had the Hallmark Channel there. They were actually filming our modest red carpet and speaking to a bunch of, you know, fabulously dressed women <laughs> and um, a couple men. And, um, you know, it couldn't be too Jewy in terms of the content, but we talked about, you know, how you can make modest style, beautiful and fashionable and debunking myths. And so it needed to be good for their content and sort of, you know, needs to fit into our brand. So we, I think, hopefully met in the middle. Um, and it was just the, the party. It was much more party and much less program because we sort of felt like let's just sort of have fun. Hanukkah's right. coming up. Thanksgiving is coming up. So we had um, a DJ. We had um, 
uh, okay, I'm just going to say it right so I don't get it wrong. Um, Olam DJ by Ori um, Abramov, and I totally messed up his name. Oh, Ori Abramov? Oh, Abramov, there we go. He's Sorry. Great. Okay, I can't even pronounce English. Abramov, yes, Ori, yes. Olam DJ by Ori Abramov. Um, I didn't sleep very much last night. I'm going to just blame anything I say wrong on that. So, yeah, so he um, did an awesome uh, performance, and um, we had uh, Brooklyn Jazz Warriors give a jazz concert at the end. Um, and I think another one of uh, a group that you're working with, Legendary Destinations, sure. did our food. So the food was amazing. They were frying up latkes yeah, on the they spot. They are amazing. Yeah. So we had CNN was like, you know, uh, taking you know footage of the latkes frying up in the pan and had me explain <laughs> about you know the miracles done with oil and um, and who else? Ruth Fischel was a big sponsor. Frida Wiggs, Kosher Scene, um, and also just I you know. I didn't put it together. I can't take credit like that. Um, Sarah Lassery of Pachka Princess and Honey Waxler of Bud's Events, uh, Bud's Designs Events um, did a tremendous amount of work in the last couple of months. They both just approached me out of the blue and they said, we want to make this party. We want to celebrate. You know, what I was saying last night uh, to one of the reporters last night, we, when we hear these negative stories again and again, and I'm not going to say that there's not problems happening. There are things that we need to, you know, work on, and, you know, there are issues. No community is perfect. Right. But we see the bad stories again and again, and we see oh, there's a trend. There's this trend towards this negativity in the Orthodox community. We want to show people there's a trend towards great things happening, too. There's a trend towards people living out their dreams. There's a trend towards people rising to the top of their careers. And there's a trend towards happiness. And so we want to we just have those titles come out, too. So that was, uh, you know one of our goals. Well, we uh, like I said last time you were here, we need more of that. We need more of the positive aspect. We need more of the positive angle on things. And uh, you're one of the people that's responsible for bringing that out. Allison Josephs is here, Jew in the City. The big celebration of the Orthodox All-Stars was last evening in New York City. Congratulations to all the recipients. Uh, have you already started searching for next year's list? You know, yeah, you do you know. have it in mind? <laughs> yeah, you know, the truth is that, look, we had more people on our list this year than we could have honored just because we wanted each uh, person that we named to sort of fit in the right number of, you know, the people in this category versus that category, you know, law and government, science and medicine, right. uh, business industry. We wanted a spread of uh, different hashkafas. We wanted a spread of men and women. So there were some that didn't fit into our numbers for this year, but we have in mind for the future. There's some that we met since then that we've heard about. So um, I should take a, like a vacation at some point. I'm saying like there's there should. I do want to take a nap, I think, maybe after this radio <laughs> spot. Um, that's my plan. But um We'll be getting started on that. Probably. Well, I, I would hope that everybody who's a potential candidate uh, maintains their uh, greatness over the next year. They don't want to lose that opportunity to be on your list. You that know? is true. So yeah. hopefully they'll keep at the top of their game. Uh, so you're all about debunking myths. We spoke about this last time you were here. Uh, this time of year is an interesting time for myths or an interesting time in general. As you get into the holiday season and you think of your past, which you described for us in detail uh, last time you were here, any, I don't know, uh, discomfort or uh, or special thoughts that go through your mind as we enter now the holiday season as it's known here in this country? The truth really is that um, before I was observant, it was actually a lot harder for me to see festivities around Christmas um, before I had my own heritage that like filled me with something you know uh, worthwhile. Um, we were raised that like Hanukkah is not such a big deal. We should make a bigger deal of like the high holidays. So we would see our you know Christian friends getting all into their holidays, and we felt like well we shouldn't compete by making a Hanukkah a big thing because our, my mother said that you don't do that. But then we sort of felt like bothered that we didn't have something you know right. sort of to compete with it. Um, what I found actually is since I've you know seen how beautiful my own heritage is, and we have Shabbos every single week, and we have you know the holiday literally almost every month. Um, I can look now at other people appreciating their you know heritage and i'm fine i I feel like 
I think when you're lacking something for yourself, it could feel like, you know, you kind of begrudge the other person for sort of enjoying their thing. But it's a much, it's so nice to sort of feel like fulfilled by who you are and where you come from and that there's no feeling of competing. You know, my kids will ask me, you know, see a picture of Santa Claus, you know, who's that guy? Okay, so he gives, you know, that's that's their thing. But what we have, you get Shabbos party every week, and, you know, and we have a special time when Mommy and Daddy read to you, and um, we get, you know, candy on Purim and Simchas Torah. And so I don't have a fear of, you know, being part of the world because right. when you're happy with who you are and where you are, um, you don't feel bad about what you're not. And do you have a special perspective or different than what we may have read and, and heard about? And, boy, it's been so much about uh, Thanksgiving and Hanukkah coinciding. Do you have a special perspective on I that? I do. I spoke about it last night. Um, I don't see anyone else talking about it, and this is my feeling. Um, it's really a, a really poignant uh, idea. Hanukkah is about not being able to observe, right? We right. Un- Under fear of death, we were uh, studying Torah in secret. We were doing bris meal in secret. Um, Thanksgiving is a celebration for the freedoms that America provided us. It was started by a people that were fleeing their country, seeking out religious freedom. Right. Our country, the First Amendment of our country, is freedom of religion. And so here we are finally after, you know, 2,000 years in Gaulis. I'm not saying that, you know, America is a gaula, but I'm saying, right. you know, one expulsion and, uh, you know, uh, program after another throughout Jewish history, not being able to observe, and we're finally free to observe. And what do we have in America today? 81% of Jews in America don't think that Torah observance is part of their Judaism. Right. More Jews think that having a sense of humor is important to being Jewish than Jewish law. And so we're finally free, and we, could care, we couldn't care less. Right. And so um, what I spoke to the crowd last night about really was um, in an age where we have Jewish apathy, caused by Jewish ignorance, those of us who have seen the beauty and the meaning of our heritage, we have an obligation to put it out there. It's not our obligation to change anyone's mind. It's not our obligation to force anyone, anything on anyone. It's our obligation to share it, to show the beauty, to show the meaning, and to make it accessible so that every all of our Jewish brothers and sisters has an opportunity to experience it for themselves. Allison Joseph is here. I remind everybody that, uh, and you'll help me remind everybody, that your background was one of what we would call deeply secular. Would that be a an apt description? It would be. And then you went ahead and uh, discovered what we call traditional Judaism, our Jewish heritage, in as, uh, as, uh, in as uh, traditional or observant a way as possible. Uh, schlepped along your entire family. That would be a good description, right? I'm just trying to recap from last time. Schlepped along your entire family, and uh, including your parents. Including my parents and my sisters. Look, my mother always had you know, a, a strong connection to it because she had a from Bubba and Zeta, as she called them. Um, but my father was never so on board, and she didn't want to make waves. So she, as we were growing up, she would say things like, do you want to keep kosher? And then we found out that it was everything that we were going to lose. Like, what exactly do we get for this? We lose our you know, our favorite <laughs> foods, cheeseburgers and bacon and chicken parmesan. Like, like, what are we getting out of this deal, Mommy, exactly? So... Um, you know, that didn't really go so far. So, But look, at the end of the day, doing tshuva is a difficult thing when you've been living your whole life in one way, sort of picking up and making a turn in a different direction is a hard thing for anyone to do. So I give my parents a ton of credit for, as adults, 
being, you know, uh, open enough to listen to their uh, child, their loudmouth child, you know, who wanted them to, uh, you know, explore this road with her. And, um, you know, so many Bali Chuva do not have the luxury of having their families come along with, and right. it's it's really such a, a bracha. And many of them don't even have the luxury of having support from their family. Not just for, you know, forget about whether they uh, go along with the whole process, but a lot of them are, you know, face a lot of opposition as they're going through it. So my best advice for that is challenge your family to learn first. They don't make any judgments about it. You can figure it out later what you think, but at least learn the information that I'm learning, meet the people that I'm meeting, and then make your decision based on knowledge. Have you sort of become an advisor in this area? Do people contact you just to to find out what they need to do as a teenager to get through this whole thing? I do hear from people. You know, um, there's lots of ways to reach me through social media and, you know, uh, email on the blog. So um, hearing from people all over the world and, uh, you know, Right now, actually, Rabbi Jack Abramowitz from the OU has yeah. taken on a lot of uh, our questions and comments. Um, he's fabulous. He, I've, I've never found someone who answers questions exactly as I would want to. He has the balance of not being too much to the right, not being too much left, just such a nuance. And so um, he's taken over a lot of that because I'm sort of my energies can only be, you know, turned in so many directions right now. So um, he's, you know, doing a lot of that stuff as well. But as much as we can advise people, you know, again, just make your you know decisions based on knowledge and information understood um was there a big uh, was there one highlight of the evening last night that's really putting you on the spot like is there one thing that was just over the top or you know the again if somebody asked for a highlight or the moment of the evening i mean i think it was just you know it, it was very low in terms of program we had sarah hofstetter uh spoke you know she's a branding expert right. um so she spoke about the the orthodox jewish brand and how we have to you know always be conscious of the kiddush hashem and how we sort of live amongst ourselves stay amongst ourselves and she noted that she used to keep her observance kind of more on the down low at work because she wasn't sure how it would play and um, when she finally sort of embraced it and, like, let people know who she was, she found that people respected her so much more, and it was such a relief to sort of be out about it. It's an interesting thing that in a day and age now where people are out about all their different personal things and everyone can be who they are and it's, a, you know, a time of freedom, you'll still find Jews, I think, in corporate America um, who are afraid to talk about it. I'll tell you, actually, for me, just like sort of a small highlight that I was experiencing we had this eye reporter from CNN. This woman has half a million Twitter followers. I saw her follow me on Twitter. I said, do you want to come? We flew her in from San Diego. So, Amir Tashem, we're going to have a story uh, on Thanksgiving that she'll put up in the next couple of days on <laughs> CNN.com. And she was letting me interview the different all-stars, and I got to ask this Sarah Hofstetter, how do you as an Orthodox woman break down stereotypes um, about, you know, religious Jews in corporate America? And just, you know, I don't know what she's going to put in the final video, but right. as Sarah was speaking and telling some of her story, I said, like, this is what we want to be happening. Like we want, you know, people at home or you know on their you know computer screens or TVs, just getting this information and getting this knowledge and seeing the nuance and the you know different colors of our community. Another cool thing is that um, we I invited people like sort of from across the spectrum of orthodoxy. So right. we had Chabad, we had some Hasidic, um, we had, you know, some Sephardic, we had modern orthodox centrists. So just sort of seeing the mix of people together, um, it was just, it really warmed my heart because I wanted it to feel like, you know, this is a, a bigger event than just, you know, one particular group, that we have a big tent, that we have a lot that we can unify around. And so that was um, 
also a nice part about it. Very nice. Any uh, new videos? Anything people should know about specifically on your website that just went up recently? Or uh... oh, so we uh, we showed a video last night, an interview that I did of uh, Senator Joe Lieberman last year, him talking about um, you know what brought him back to observance once he had left it for a short period, and um, you know why keeping Shabbos helped him in his career and didn't hold him back. So we'll probably be posting that soon. Um, you know, at this point, I just <laughs> I do have a couple more ideas in my mind, but I feel like, you know, they need to just sort of have a little bit of the break before we um, we we plug forward. But I mean, yeah, there are there are a bunch of ideas. It's sort of a balance of like how ambitious you can be and sort of you know, I need to give my kids a little bit of attention for you know a, a few moments before the the next the project is embarked on. But um, we're just hoping that you know that we we have uh, God willing also a bunch of articles. I mean, basically all the Jewish press was there, and so. Every time we, you know, do something big like this, I think it raises the profile, it gets the mission out to more people, and then we just hear from the individualized stories of, like, you've opened my eyes, I'm exploring this now, I'm beginning my path towards observance, towards examining my heritage, and so that's the stuff that we're in this for, so. Have you read the Lieberman Day of Rest book? I did read it, yes. Pretty cool, no? It was a pretty cool book, yes. Yeah, he really, he, he hit a home run with that one. Uh, Jew in the City, uh, officially, JewInTheCity.com? JewInTheCity.com, yes. Very simple. They can get information about Allison Josephs and any listener who has not seen your videos uh, and all the different things that you do and uh, the blogs, etc. It's all there on the website, JewInTheCity.com. I'm sure you'll have a review and photos of some of the things that happened last night as well. The big all-star event. Anybody who wants to be part of the Jew in the City all-star team, keep doing what you're doing. You may be discovered one day, and you'll be and you'll be tossed into the limelight, just like the uh, honorees or all stars were last evening at Allison Joseph's big event in New York City. Anything you want to add? Um, I don't know if I mentioned we had it at Lincoln Square Synagogue. Right. Um, it was a beautiful space, brand new building, um, and. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that I want to um, just give a quick shout-out to. We had uh, delicious cupcakes and cheesecakes by Baker's Dozen. Kosher Scene was a sponsor as well. Anderson International Foods. Um, Eden Walk donated sushi. Um, Gift of Life was there swabbing people. Actually, at our party last year, Gift wow. of Life um, was doing swabs, and we actually made a match from our oh party last year. Gosh. And so, um, you know, Bezrat Hashem. That's a good know, feeling, yeah, huh? Uh, yeah. We actually had, um, I don't know if you heard him before, his name is Ethan Zahn. He's a reality TV star. He won the show Survivor, right. and he was an all-star survivor. And so um, I got connected with him over the summer at a, a summit that I was on, so he came to the uh, event as well. Um, he's not from an observant background, although he does actually have observant family. And I think this you know, gave him a whole new perspective on uh, you know, the Orthodox community. And I think he, he survived cancer twice, so I think he was really uh, touched by the fact that uh, we had a gift of life there as well. And I you know, I told a reporter last night, she said, you have a comment on this. And I said, whenever any, you know, organization is doing a function with a sizable number of people, at least 100 or more, bring them out. They're happy to come. Just make sure everyone is on the registry. It's such a no-brainer. And, I mean, it's so simple. And even just so people understand the process, because, you know, it seems scary to donate your bone marrow if you get chosen. For most of it, they explained to me, because I visited their facilities uh, two years ago when I was speaking in Boca Raton. A lot of it can even just be done through just like a simple IV. I mean, that's how a lot of even the transfer, it doesn't even need to get into your bone marrow for most people. So um, we hope, uh, you know, we can maybe make another match this year or more. Call it a vote. You're making a difference in a lot of different ways, I see. We are trying. <laughs> Jewinthecity.com. Thank you for joining us, Allison. Thank you so much. Monday morning broadcast as we continue at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. What an inspiration Jew in the city is. Thank you to Allison Josephs. Thank you, Rachmiel Begun, Miami Boys Choir. It's a great rendition of O Hanukkah here at uh, JM in the AM. The Israel Show is uh, six minutes away. Mayor Weingarten has an analysis of Naftali Bennett's recent CNN interview, which Mayor calls a home run. He'll uh, analyze a recent Facebook audio post by President Shimon Peres, and Mayor describes why he thinks the president hasn't learned much over the last 20 years. A great Israeli version of Mo's tour is going to be debuted, and Mayor will have the... Um, uh, the brand new Mayor Me Lim segment, which uh, critics are saying is spectacular. It's all coming up uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time on the stream. Five minutes from now here at jmtheam.org. Tech Talk with uh, Michael Fragan is scheduled for 11 uh, from 9 till 10. Tech Talk at 10 o'clock with Michael Fragan. And um, plenty of uh, great music all day long on our stream at jmtheam.org. Make sure you're tuned in, everybody. My thanks to Yitzhak Saflis, who introduced to us the brand new Achenu CD earlier. In fact, I'm going to wrap up with a piece of the Mo's tour. Uh, my thanks to Allison Josephs of Jeju in the City. Hask update tomorrow coming up at JM and the AM. Cantor Sherwood Goffin later in the week on a big event happening at Lincoln Square Synagogue. There is just so much going on, and we've got it for you right here on a JM in the AM Monday. Achenu with the Mo's tour to wrap up a Monday. Shlomo Cohen and Ellie Lauford together at JM in the AM. Oh, 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 oh,
our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. And that'll wrap up a uh, Monday morning edition of JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Don't forget Mayor Weingarten is next with the Israel Show. And I'm told that Aryeh Lightstone is subbing for Michael Fragan this morning on Tech Talks. You'll be able to catch Aryeh Lightstone at 10 o'clock right after the Israel Show on our stream at jmintheam.org. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful school and work week ahead, even if it's a short school and work week. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.